Hey guys, what's up? It's Corey from Lean Green Dad Radio, and today we're talking to not only a dietitian, but also a personal trainer. She is two for one. I'm so excited to have her on the show. Her name is Jackie Vega, and she develops meal plans for one of the most popular healthy kids websites in the world. We're going to talk to her today on Lean Green Dad Radio. Let's go. everybody, welcome to Lean Green Dad Radio. Hey everybody, welcome to Lean Green Dad Radio. From sunny Orlando, Florida, this is Lean Green Dad Radio, the podcast that provides fuel for families. And now, here's your host, Corey Warren. Hey guys, what's going on? How's your week going? It's Corey, and if this is your first time hearing us, then thank you so much for tuning in and spending a little bit of time with me today. We've got a wonderful guest. She's got a two-for-one punch that I am so excited to share with you. So who is this guy? Who is this guy you're listening to? Well, my name's Corey, and uh, I'm a husband, a father of three kids under eight, and a plant-based athlete. And each week, I get to talk to some of the most inspiring people that I can find to help me stay motivated, to stay fit, eat healthy, and really get the most out of life as a busy parent. See, for me, finding time to work out and make healthy, quick meals for me and my family, all while spending quality time together, that can be really tough, especially when we overschedule ourselves. So my hope is that by me getting a chance to talk to some of these incredible folks, that you'll take away some quick and easy tips or inspiration that you can use in your life to keep you and your family going strong. Now, as you know, for a show like this to happen, it does take incredible sponsors, supporters, and I have to give them some love. Our first sponsor is a new sponsor to the show. It's Health IQ. Now, we all know that we need life insurance, right? But we know that we kind of aren't all the same as well, as far as we live our lives, at least. Some of us choose to make healthier choices than others, and we should be rewarded for that, right? Well, the good folks at Health IQ are out to change the life insurance industry. In fact, they have partnered with insurance providers around the country to provide lower rates to those of us who choose to have a high health IQ. Now, what does that mean? Well, it means things like exercising and eating more fruits and veggies, and even doing yoga can help you get a more affordable rate for you and your family. It all starts with taking the Health IQ quiz, so visit them online at healthiq.com and get your quiz started today. I was super stoked because I went on and I got elite status, so I was really fancy and felt super awesome. So (laughs) go on to healthiq.com and see how high your health IQ is and start to reap those benefits of lower life insurance costs. We also have to give a huge shout out to our nonprofit partner that is Culture City. Culture City is a nonprofit. In fact, they're one of the top 10 nonprofits in the country as voted by Microsoft. They are founded by my good friend Julian Maha, and they are out there to raise not only acceptance uh, or not only awareness, but acceptance for families living with autism. Uh, I had the chance to go out to their culture ball recently in uh, Birmingham, Alabama, where they originated, and it was just a wonderful event. Uh, but most of all, I just love being associated with them. Um, obviously, they don't they don't pay to sponsor the show or anything like that. They are simply the nonprofit that I have chosen to align my Lean Green Dad brand with, and for good reason, because they're doing incredible work. Check out all their initiatives, everything they have going on. It's culture with a K, culturecity.org. That's culturecity.org. 
www.smartfitnessmissouri.org. And of course, we have our local sponsor, Smart Fitness. Andrew Nobles, my good friend who runs Smart Fitness here in Ocoee in Central Florida. Go check him out. GoSmartFitness.com is a website. All you have to do is work out 20 minutes twice a week with the type of training he does. It's a slow style of training. Very, very good to prevent injuries. Uh, If you're dealing with an injury, it's wonderful as well. Very slow approach, but helps build muscle strength very, very effectively. GoSmartFitness.com. All right. Now that we've given our love to our sponsors, it's time to get into our show. Now, today I said we're talking to Jackie Vega. Jackie's just an awesome person. You'll be able to hear it in her voice. And she works for one of my good friends, uh, Super Healthy Kids. They are the world's leader in healthy children's nutrition. They have a wonderful meal plan. They have the healthy habits plates and so much more. You'll learn all about her in this episode. Uh, And a couple things we talk about were kind of controversial, like white rice. Maybe white rice isn't that bad for you. We'll talk about it. Uh, But I, I really enjoyed this conversation, and I know you will too. So let's get into it. It's my conversation on Lean Green Dad Radio with dietitian and personal trainer, Jackie Vega. All right. Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to Lean Green Dad Radio. And today we have a dietitian, a personal trainer, and a childhood nutrition and fitness specialist. She is also the meal plan developer for Super Healthy Kids, and she works for The Wellness Solution, which is her business. She's also a mom of two, which is the most important job description. And of course, she is a wonderful person that I had the chance to meet recently. So welcome to the show, Jackie Vega. Hey, Corey and listeners. I'm so excited. (laughs) Yeah, well, we're glad to have you. I know we have a mutual friend in uh, Andrew Noble over at Smart Fitness, who of course is a sponsor of the show. So that's always good. Yep. Yeah, he's awesome. And like we were talking before we started recording, I've trained with him and as a personal trainer, you you don't typically find someone who can push you and that you can really relate with. So he's awesome. If you guys are in Orlando, you have to go see him. Holy cow. And we didn't even pay you to say that. That's incredible. <laughs> no, I love him. Love him. Yeah, me too. Me too. Well, Jackie, let's get into talking about healthy kids. Um, you know, it's it's one thing to be someone who is, you know, maybe married or single and to have motivation to keep yourself healthy, but it takes a lot more effort and a lot more work when the stress of kids and life get thrown upon you. So how do you use the wellness solution and your knowledge of being a dietitian and a personal trainer to help busy parents do what they do to keep their kids as healthy as possible? Well, I have to say the first thing is because people do look at you and in the age of Facebook and everything else with social media, people are looking at what you're doing. And what I try to do is show them that I have a happy medium. I'm not perfect. And I'm not going to tell someone, you can't have that, you can't have this, because that's the last thing we want our kids to do. We don't want them to go out into the real world and go, wait a minute, my mom said I can't. And then they kind of, they go against you and they feel guilty. And that's just, that's gonna be the beginning of eating disorders and just a whole plethora of things. So I always think of it from that perspective, just showing that we're real. Yeah, and let's talk about that not perfect thing for a second. You know, it's 
it's one of those things. Uh, if you tell yourself that you're not going to have, I don't know, the chocolate chip cookies that you love ever again, right? You're never going to eat them again. Then all you think about is chocolate chip cookies. Is that right? Absolutely. It's funny you said that because there's chocolate chip cookies in my kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> love it. Love it. Well, you know, but I mean, really the psyche behind that, I mean, how do you, how do you deal with it though? I mean, let's say that, you know, instead of eating 10 chocolate chip cookies, maybe you just have one every now and then. So it's not so much a, a moderation thing, but it's kind of a portion control thing. Does, is that successful? Is that a successful thing? Oh boy. That's a really good question. Just with cookies. Yeah, with cookies. And <laughs> like, for instance, okay, one of the good things for that my kids are growing up with and that the way that I grew up, my mom would make things from scratch. So I knew that I wasn't, I mean, at that age, I didn't care. But now as a mom, I know that we weren't getting that extra garbage that they put in there. So yeah, if my kids go ahead and they want one or two, I'm okay with that. The thing is, is that they know that it's not going to be all day. If they're getting them in their lunch, I typically try to get them to not really, you know, to want them or ask for them around dinner time. Because I do feel that if there's moderation, that's where the moderation is going to come from. You're not going to eat them all day. How do you do, do you do the whole like if you finish your dinner, then you can have dessert or if you eat enough, you can have dessert? How does that work for you? Not usually. How, how does it work? What do, what do we do? Do you just make dessert like not a big thing? Like, oh, if you if you want it, it's there. Like it's part of the meal? Yeah, definitely that more. Um, if there's anybody who talks like that, it's my daughter. She'll say things like that. And as a matter of fact, she's the one who will entice my son, who I call my um, finicky eater. She'll be the one that says, Xavier, you've got to try this. It's really good. Do it. And she'll be shoving things in his face. So I'm completely out of it. So she would be the one that says, hey, if we finish, you know that we can have dessert. It didn't come from me. It did not come from me. So. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, good. Uh, well, you know, here in the, the Warren household, we are a plant-based family. We eat, uh, you know, a whole food plant-based diet. And it's it's worked for us. It's helped my wife with her ulcerative colitis. And so, you know, when it helped her, we decided to transition all of us. And it's been really great. But one of those one of those things that we get asked all the time, of course, is where do you get your protein? But there's so many wonderful, uh, you know, plant-based proteins out there. And I know that you are not a vegan dietitian by any means, but I just, I just wanted to talk about some of those healthy proteins that you would recommend as a dietitian that might, might be plant-based um, that, that are, are good for, for a plant-based family like ours. Well, I'm going to go a little bit controversial because I know a lot of people say that soy is bad for you. But in one of the things, you know, talking about the whole vegan issue, I do joke that and I say that my son is a vegetarian by texture and not by the whole concept behind it. But there was a concern for me, I want to say when he was about two or three, because he could fully conversate with us. He did show concern for where that food was coming from. So, and I also have a horror story from years ago. I had seen a parent before I had kids. They were just, they're forcing their child to eat this steak. And it's just, it, it will forever be ingrained in my head that this image of this little girl, I thought she was going to throw up and the parents, you have to eat it, you have to eat it. I hated that. And I vowed to myself that I would never do that. So when my son started showing 
you know, signs of that in that he seemed to have some sort of a texture thing. I wasn't, you know, I, I pulled out the mom card before the dietitian card and I thought, well, what can I do for this little boy so that he's getting what he needs and not have to be afraid of that? So I'm very open with him. They know that we do um, meatless Mondays. I love that. And I consider myself plant-based, but, you know, like you said, I'm not vegan. We will have meat. So one of the things that I do for him is I'll bring out, I have a, a soy-based um, protein powder. I don't like to call it a protein powder because it's not those 35 and 40 grams of protein right. in it. But everybody knows <laughs> so, what you're talking about. I mean, we get Yeah, it. right. So that, and he loves his peanut butter, your greens. Greens have great protein in it, you know, so that's what we're adding a lot. And he will have, he likes his yogurts, and I've tried a few of the different ones, the coconut ones and things like that, just because as a dietitian, people ask me, I'm sensitive to dairy, what else can I have? So we'll we'll do that kind of stuff and just make sure that the smoothies have a lot of the greens. I always have greens in the freezer and just toss that in. So I definitely can say with assurance that you don't have to have the meats because when I use meats myself, a lot of people would look at it thinking, oh my gosh, she's not going to get enough protein. No, because I like to garnish with my meats because I just, I feel better when I'm eating a lot more plants. So awesome. Yeah. And, and that's a, that's a good thing. And, you know, we, we try never to be judgmental of what other people do. And, you know, if, if people make uh, a little bit of meat for themselves and, and that's what works for their family, then we are all for it. Um, even in my book that I'm, I'm writing, I'm working on here, it'll be ready in early next year, but you know, it, there's, there's meatless options for meat eaters. So like if folks like a meatball sub or something, then I have a great meatless meatball sub that tastes almost exactly the same. Now it's made from soy protein. So you got to watch like how much of that you're eating. You don't want to have like five servings of a protein based, you know, meat per day. But, um, you know, it's, it's, it's inclusive rather than this exclusive, like, Hey, I'm vegan and you don't understand. And you're, you're a bad person for eating meat. It's, it's more like, if you want to learn about what we're doing, come on in and, and we'll, we'll help you out. And, and we have that same approach with our kids as well. And I think the combination of education and leading by example is really what's worked for us. And I think, you know, same thing probably for you and your family. Yep. I mean, your kids have seen yep. you as a healthy mom their entire lives, right? Yeah, absolutely. And they've got, my husband is Puerto Rican, so I have yet to meet a vegan Puerto Rican. So, <laughs> you know, so that's the thing, you know, and I think that's why it's easy for me to relate to families who are dealing with the media and it's like, oh, I'm not supposed to have that. And what do I do about this? But this is how I want to eat. So you can have not like a short order cook, but you can have within your household a little bit of a difference based off of everybody's personal preference. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So. Nice. Um, let's let's continue to talk about different uh, nutrients and vitamins and stuff that you can get. Um, with iron, can, can you talk about iron? Because in my research, I found that iron is the leading, um, you know, thing that that there are deficiencies in and forgive me for not saying the right words, but it's the, like the number one deficiency in the United States. And it could be for multiple different reasons. But from what I understand, there's two types of iron, right? There's heme and non-heme and one comes from meat and one comes from plants. And is there, is there a way to 
make sure that you're getting an adequate amount of iron? Like, do you need to worry about that if you're eating a well-rounded diet, Jackie? Well, I'm going to take that to, you know, my work with super healthy kids because we get that all the time because parents are, they're confused. And what I try to tell them is, yes, first and foremost, they need to talk to their pediatrician because if there is a concern, typically that's where it's going to come from. And unfortunately, that's going to be, you know, pricking their kids with needles and doing testing. So that's going to be your first line of defense. You know, how do I go about this? So if they are, in fact, low in iron, unfortunately, usually the doctors want to pump you with the medicine and do that. Fine. If that's what they want to do, do that. But with the food, let's say they're plant-based. Go with the greens, a lot of the spinach. And then what you want to do is have... um, like oranges and what is citrus because the vitamin C is what's going to help to it's there's a whole without getting crazy into it like a whole binding factor so if you're going to put good foods together and typically yes if you're having a well-rounded diet you almost don't have to worry about that because that's when when the whole vegan thing I remember started coming out that's when I started school and they were talking about those complementary proteins or the you know, that you have to put your rice with your beans and your cereal with your milk to make sure that those proteins are, complete, what is the word? Complete. Yes, the complete yeah. protein. Complete amino acid profile or whatever you want yeah. to say. Yeah. Yeah. So it's the same kind of thing when you're dealing with iron. So, and the other thing is too, which typically we don't have to worry about it with kids, but they say to not have caffeine, uh, caffeine with it because it can pull it's gonna um, it's gonna fight with your iron, so yeah. it, it, make sure that yeah, it affects the absorption, right, of of yeah. iron. Okay, so and yeah. I'm so glad that you said that because I had read that as well, and the the whole citrus thing or the vitamin C helping absorption of you know the non-heme plant-based iron that it I think I think it was like thirty percent it increased if you just add you know vitamin yeah. C. So yep. That that's wonderful. Um, yeah. So how about B12? B12 for vegans, plant-based families. You know, people always talk about taking a B12 supplement. What 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 do you say? What do you recommend? How much? I yeah, we do take a B12 supplement and part of the reason is because the company that my husband works for, they're with supplements as well, so we've started to get them. And when I managed a doctor's office well before kids, uh, I was getting the B12 injections and I just found that it, it was good for me because even then I wasn't full blown wanting to have, you know, chicken at every meal and snack and you know, that kind of craziness. So I think that for myself, that was an issue, but I always feel as much as sometimes I can battle with what physicians say in the end, when I want to know what's going on underneath, a lot of times I do have to resort to them and get the testing done. And then you're, you you just want to see what's going to work best as far as how much B12 you want to be worrying about. If you're not, if you feel that you're not getting it in the food that you're eating and a doctor says that you need more, it kind of like gauge how you're feeling because B12 is, is energy. So if you feel like you're really lethargic, it could be the B12. Unfortunately, it could also be the iron. You know, there's other things that are involved. And unfortunately, it's one of those, a juggling sort of act yeah. that you got to figure out what is it that's going to work for me. And the best thing to do is to not change everything at once 
go through one change for a week or two and see how you feel and then go from there. But it's cumulative, right? I mean, you could take B12 uh, in a large amount and all you're going to do is like, you know, just pee it out. It'll come out in your urine, right? Yeah. And that's the other thing too, when it comes to supplements, if it's not whole food, your body will get confused. It's not going to know how to use it. Our, our bodies are amazing. I always say that if I could do it again, I would have gone to school as a doctor and majored in nutrition because the human body is amazing. Mm. I mean, it knows what to do with food. So that's going to be your, your other thing. And yeah, if you're taking it as a supplement, a lot of times it's not going to be used by the body the way it should be. Right. Well, let's talk about the, uh, the MyPlate, uh, the MyPlate program, because I love the plates. We have tons of the plates. In fact, I, I have a whole <laughs> blog post on the Super Healthy Kids plates and how wonderful they are. And my daughter's like a little spokesperson for Super Healthy Kids. So yeah, she's adorable. Oh, thanks. And, uh, you know, I, I love the simplicity of it with the four sections, uh, fruits, veggies, proteins, and whole grains. And so is that how we should be thinking about all of our meals or is that just like dinner? How does that work? All of them. As a matter of fact, there are several breakfasts that I put into our meal plans where there will be carrots and um, celery and some cucumbers. It's really easy to add peppers and tomatoes to breakfast. So yes, anytime that you can add especially vegetables, toss them in there. So, and I think that like, you know, you're always getting questions about how do I lose weight? How do I lose weight? And I tell my friends, if they're in my house, I pull that out. It's like, do you know how many people will email me and say, oh my gosh, not only is my granddaughter getting healthy, but I'm losing weight. That's because we're being wholesome. We're not eating just a salad because people, we do need protein, whether it comes from plants or it comes from an animal, you need the protein. And you do need carbs. That's our brain food. So you, ha it's. I think it's perfect. You said that you pull pull what out the plate out. Yes. Oh, and you show them just think about think about it this yeah. way. Yeah. 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 I almost. It's a great visual. It is. Love it. I section my brain that way. Just section my brain in four <laughs> four sections, and you're you're good to go. Um, okay, so if you're in a bind, you are just super busy, and things are crazy. Uh, you're still thinking about the fours, but um, what do you do? If you just, you just gotta, you gotta whip something together in 15 minutes. What's your, what's your go-to meal? Did you see my Facebook picture this morning? <laughs> no, no, I didn't. <laughs> That's funny you said that because I have an appointment after you and then I have a meeting with super healthy kids this afternoon. So I actually, when I was making the kids breakfast, I whipped up the muffin, the egg muffins, you know, yeah. you see it all the time on, on the internet. <laughs> Put the little, they whip up the eggs. I chopped up some peppers and some spinach, and I just threw it in the oven while I was getting the kids ready. That's actually going to be my go-to today because nice. it's done. Nice. Yeah. I love it. Yep. Well, we we like doing like a, a rice and beans. I mean, that's always the, the go-to, right? Because they taste good, not because like, oh, they have to be <laughs> complementary binding proteins and all this other stuff. No, they just taste good together. Um, yeah. and we, we use the, the brown rice, of course. Um, can you, can you talk about brown rice versus white rice real quick? I mean, look, it's like the basic thing. Everybody, I feel like everybody knows white rice is the bad one, yeah. right? But, but why is it, is it cause it converts to sugar? Like what, what's the deal? Well, brown rice is going to go to sugar too. We both know that. 
Um, and it's funny you said that because that, that was just going through my head when you were saying brown and all that. I'm going, oh, no, here we go. <laughs> um, no, you know what? It, it's funny because I have white rice in my house. I have white. I have brown. I have the – what's the dark brown one? Black. The earthy Black one. Uh, yeah, is it uh, wild rice? Oh, yeah, yeah. Wild rice. So I have all those in there. And what happens, like when I first met my husband, because I said he's Puerto Rican, he, he, well, it was hard to make, to have make meals with him because it would be completely against my grain, <laughs> so to speak. <laughs> um, and so I've just gotten used to doing that gradual switch. And there are some times that even though my kids have been brought up fully with brown rice, there's times when they just don't want it. So if I get that sort of vibe from them when I'm showing them what we're going to be eating for the week, because yes, that is what we talk about every weekend, you know, I'll mix some of that in with it. It's not bad. And that's the one thing that I think is hard because so many people, I mean, you can pull up on the internet and have thousands of posts about how bad white rice is or how bad gosh, how, how bad a smoothie is. I mean, there's everybody is, there's always somebody out there who's going to say how bad something is. Or brown but really, rice. Brown rice contains arsenic, you know? <laughs> oh, that's right. I didn't think of that. That's right. Yeah, there's always Great. something you can find. But so, yeah, you know, it's, yeah. But how do we make our, 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 our decisions as parents? I mean, how do we, how do we know? I mean, here's the thing. Yeah. White rice might not be the best but think about what they're eating with that and if they didn't want the brown rice and they'll eat the white rice with like a bunch of fruit on the side and you know who knows some some great source of protein and have a calcium rich drink i mean isn't that a yep. win you know yep absolutely and one of the things that we talk about all the time at super healthy kids is that yeah if, if you're giving them for the most part and i always look at it as a week so if you take a look at the week, moms and dads, and, you know, look at how many wins you had throughout that whole week. And, oh, goodness gracious, they had white rice one day. And, hey, they had too many cookies this other day. That's all right. Because if you look at the whole week, I mean, the body is going to take what it needs. It's going to get rid of what it absolutely doesn't want, especially if you are, for the most part, eating the right foods. Your body knows how to work. It knows how to detox itself. It doesn't need a flamboyant type of um, drink because that's what our liver is for. So if you're doing the right thing for the most part, you know, I, there's many dietitians who will say there's an 80, 20 rule. 80% of the time is when you should really be sticking with it. And even if it means like a plate, 80% of the plate is really good. 20%. Okay. It's not really what I would want to do every day. That's okay. The food is, food is like it, it's, it's cultural for one thing. I mean, I have, my husband's Puerto Rican. We, if we go to Puerto Rico, which it's been several years, there's no way that I can say that my kids can't have the, the things that they have there. You, you just can't do that because it's cultural. So you know, Thanksgiving is coming up. It's always been my favorite time of the year because I know that everybody's getting together. Yes, there's going to be some food that I wouldn't eat every day, but goodness gracious, what's going to happen is we're going to be cooking together. We're going to be having some amazing conversations together. There's a lot of memories that will be created. And that right there is the importance behind it. So I agree. We, we have struggled <laughs> a lot with our switch uh, to a plant-based diet, straight, straight up <laughs> vegan. It's like, you know, Thanksgiving's one of those things. It's like, 
what are we supposed to do? You know, so year after year, we constantly think about it. And, you know, we always come back to, I mean, we do love our family. We are not going to be eating the meat. Um, That's just not going to work for us. But we try not to make a huge deal out of it. And we hope that our family will do the same thing. Right. And it, it seems to work out again. You know, when we first started, it was like, oh, this is rough. But <laughs> now that we're into it, it's it's been pretty good. So um, it's it's been nice. But let's talk about parties, uh, birthday parties, you know, making exceptions oh, no. is one thing. But let, <laughs> let's say that our kids go to a birthday party and there's tons of cake and ice cream there and it's just overload. And they keep, you know, you walk out with a party bag that's got, you know, Jolly Ranchers in it and Skittles and everything. <laughs> what are you supposed to do? I mean, look, Halloween's coming up here. We're going to have our kids coming home with massive bags of candy. What are we supposed to do? How do we regulate this? I mean, even in our schools, they award yeah. our kids. They reward our kids with candy. Like <laughs> if They're fighting against us, Jackie. What are we supposed to do? Oh, gosh. You want to make this podcast go viral, don't you? <laughs> I don't know. Um, I don't know about that. I just, <laughs> come on. We got we to gotta help these busy parents. No, it's funny because actually this this week, it, that's one of the things that we're focusing on with our members at Super Healthy Kids is bringing better things out at that time of year. So, okay, where do I start? First and foremost, I'm definitely against candy in the school. And I guess because of the way that I brought my kids up, I don't shun the fact that there's candy in the house. You know, I don't like when we go to my mom's house, she has her little candy dishes. Totally fine with that. Um, But they know that when they get candy at school, they know that I, I don't think it's a good idea. And I've explained to them, it's not a good idea because it's a sugar spike. And I explained to them, you're going to get a sugar spike. You're going to feel like you, you, you may feel like you're hyper or you have energy, but then in the next breath, your energy is going to go down. And I clearly explain that to them in terms that they can understand. So they know that they know that they need to bring it home. Mom, we got some candy at school. Can we have it after dinner? And and that's the other thing too. They, they know that just, just to eat a piece of candy is not going to do anything for them because, you know, my daughter had been a dancer for many years. Now she's into acting. My son just started flag football so now I'm able to use those types of examples. Do you think that your favorite actress is going to be eating candy all day and feel great out on stage? Do you think that, oh, I don't know, what whatever team my son listens to all the time yet. So that's, that's how I try to explain to them. And in the end, if that's what they choose when I'm not around, well, I want them to understand. Because there was this one time that my daughter, she took her Easter candy and she ate it like the whole, like this whole giant amount of, of candy. And she said to me, she was embarrassed to tell me. She goes, mommy, it made me feel so sick. Like, well, hey, now you know. That's right. So, and I think sometimes it also needs to be us just kind of sitting back and letting them make those decisions on their own. Um, as far as Halloween coming up, I always put out two Uh, what do you call it, like two baskets or containers. One has the typical candy in it. The other one has pencils and like all those weird things that you find at Party City and just all that kind of stuff. Granted, by the time I get home, all of it's gone. It doesn't matter what it is. But I just like to give the choice. And even with the kids, when they come home on Halloween with their stuff, 
they're going to have a few pieces because why not? I did it when I was a kid and nothing, I don't feel that I have anything wrong with me now. So they'll do that. And then maybe the next day they'll have a piece or two. But really, honestly, after like the third or the fourth day, they're just bored with it. They don't care. And I think it also comes back to where I'm not making a big deal about it. I'm not saying, no, that's bad. We're throwing it away. I don't do the switch witch or witch switch or whatever that is that they do around Halloween because I, I don't know. What, I didn't grow the, up. With what's that. the witch switch? Apparently, you're supposed to have a, a witch comes to your house <laughs> and you leave your candy out for her and she leaves toys. That's scary. I don't I want a witch to come into my house. I mean, look, <laughs> I look, there's there's elves and stuff now that we have to place everywhere, and now there's a witch that has to take our candy. That's not yeah. a cool witch. Maybe it's like a good witch. Is it a happy? If I told my daughter a witch was going to come to our house and take the candy and leave her <laughs> toys, she'd be like, is it a Santa witch? I don't understand. Should I be scared of this, daddy? You know, I, you know I've seen I've seen mostly like a, a weird photo. Oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah, so no. no, we don't. We don't accept a witch. No witches at our house. Now, I will pay for candy. If they if they turn in some candy, I will pay them. Now, I, I don't know what the fee will be this year per piece because it could get pretty expensive. But that's that's a good idea. I didn't think about that. Yeah, we, we, we usually do like five cents, maybe 10 cents a piece of candy. It depends on how long we go trick-or-treating and how much candy they have, right? Because I got to work it in the monthly budget. You know what I'm saying? What about those large candy bars? You, you probably have to give more for no, that. No, it's all one. It's all <laughs> one flat rate. And then... You know, I'm trying to teach my daughter how to save and it totally failed miserably. Like, oh, I'm going to open up a savings account for her and teach her how to save. But like, she does <laughs> not understand where the money goes. Like she sees cash <laughs> and she's like, this is money. I see the money. I, I'm going to give it to this bank. Where does it go? You know, I'm trying to explain it, but maybe I need to wait a couple yeah. more years. But uh, no, no. And I think that it's funny because I think that definitely can go back to with food. Because if they see what we're doing, like, okay, for instance, I always try to make sure I have a little bit of cash on hand. So if I'm running to the store to get milk or something, I'm going to use cash for it. If the kids need money for school, because it seems like every time you turn around, they need money at school. Yes. So I'm giving them cash instead of writing a check. So it's the same thing with food. If they see, like, there's plenty of times where they see me eat salads. They're, every once in a while, they'll go on this binge where they'll eat salads with me. And then all of a sudden, they're not. But if, if we change, if, we're, if we stop doing that, like if, if I stopped having salads because nobody else was having them, they're going to see that. So I think it's just that consistency it's with anything that we teach our kids. It's true. It's true. Uh, tell me about the wellness solution. We got to plug your business and, uh, and get it all out there. So fill, fill us in on how parents can work with you. Where do they go? What do they do? What, what, what's going on? Yeah, well, for many years, my focus has been on pre-postnatal fitness and then, of course, nutrition once I got done with school with that. So really, my focus is working with those moms who are over the dieting world, but at the same time, they have these families and they're trying to figure out how am I supposed to integrate fitness and good nutrition and lose weight and get back to the pre-baby um, physique that I want. So that's what I do because that's what I've been doing myself since I had kids. So It is. And it's nice to have a fellow mom that understands a mom that's in the weeds and understands what's going on with the crazy life. And, uh, and when you're, when you're trying to get back to yourself, it's so, 
it's so tough because, and I'm mm-hmm. saying this from observing my wife, right? I mean, you're used to this mm-hmm. body that you had before you got pregnant, and then slowly your body just blows up with the baby, and then you've gotta, <laughs> you've gotta, you've gotta, you're left with a different body after the experience. Uh, you know, my wife yep. has had a C-section, and then she had a V-back for our second child, and of course we adopted oh, wow. our third. So it's uh, our second actually. We adopted our second. So our first and third she had. The first was a. Uh, cesarean emergency and then we had uh, a v-back which is like a huge win mm-hmm. but yeah it just yeah. tears up your body and the mental that goes along with that physical is a mm-hmm. huge deal but I feel like if you're able to you know get the the diet or the the way they eat in their lifestyle correct um, or or better and then yes. you know couple that with fitness and you, you've you've got a, a recipe for success yep absolutely yeah and it's hormonal everything changes and never goes back the same way and food is definitely a good defense if we're eating the right way and we're getting in all those good greens and the rainbow of of colors we can change it where can we follow you um we'll we'll of course list all your stuff in the show notes but uh go ahead and give us all your your facebook or twitter hashtags all that stuff Oh my goodness. Well, you know, I just changed to make it easy because with the wellness solution, for whatever reason, when I started that blog a few years back, I left one of the S's out. I don't know why. So if you just do JackieVega.com, it's going to pop on over there so that the Facebook is the wellness solution as well. I'm kind of on Instagram, but you know, there's social media overload. So I think those are the two best things. And I did just start Um, two days ago, I think I posted on Facebook that I'm doing a 30 day free challenge because I think that what I've seen is it's not just 21 days. It's not just a week. It's just that consistency of seeing that person that you're working with, that, that accountability partner of, you know, so every day it's going to be something fitness. It will, maybe it's food. Maybe it's just plain out motivation that, okay, you're, you know, I'm a mom too, don't beat yourself up, that kind of thing. So it'll be an email and it'll be a video because I love seeing people. Um, I'm very hard on the, um, to talk. To, I'm, it's hard for me to just hear somebody, but when I'm in someone's face and I'm talking to them, it's, I, I just feel more relatable. So that's how that, that challenge is going to go. Love it. Well, thank you for all the work you do for those healthy mamas and uh, parents out there. And uh, keep it up. Thank you. Thank you so much. Hopefully we'll catch up in a few weeks when I'm in Orlando. Absolutely. We'll do a workout together or something. Oh boy. (laughs) (laughs) Hey guys, what's up? It's Corey back in the studio. Thank you so much for taking a few minutes to make it through another episode of Lean Green Dad Radio. But hey, don't let your experience end here. Visit us online at leangreendad.com. There you can listen to our podcast. You can also sign up for our email newsletter where you will get a free three-part grocery shopping series. I went into Whole Foods and I showed you exactly what I get to keep my family going strong on a weekly basis. So check those out. It's on the homepage of the website or you can go to leangreendad.com slash grocery guide. You can find it there as well. Uh, More than that, we've got a Facebook page that is very active. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest, Instagram, and of course, we even have our YouTube channel. So lots of places to follow us. We'd love to have you. And of course, anytime you can leave reviews in the App Store uh, or the podcast in iTunes, uh, that would be wonderful. So thank you guys. Until next week, this is Lean Green Dad saying keep going that extra mile for your family. Bye, guys. Bye.